Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Goodbye, university. All righty. Kate, I'm excited for this coaching session. This one has been a while in the works, so it feels like high yeah. time that we connect. Thanks for your patience in that. And I oh, mean that no, in more thank you. One. Thank you for offering, you know, your time for me. I really appreciate this, Jeanette, very much. Well, say. speaking of time, I have plenty of time for our session today. As I just mentioned to you, my calendar was, was empty today, so I don't believe I have anything <laughs> after this. And having said that, I know that once we hit about 90 minutes, even an hour, people kind of start to feel a little tired, a little overwhelmed. So I'm going to try to keep that in mind, but I, I have noticed I have a tendency to want to cover a lot in these first sessions. So um, feel free to rein me in when you are like, you know what, I've got enough to work with here. We do not need to talk about anything else. Feel free to put okay. the brakes on me if you get there right. before I feel like um, before I'm wrapping things up. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I think if we get off about one, you know, maybe about one, somewhere between one fifteen and one thirty, simply just because I have to get to the post office before it closes. Okay. In our little town here, it may close early because we're living in that, uh, you know, that coastal, mm. with the hurricane and the floodings and everything mm. like that. Mm. Yeah. All right then. So, um, I was as I was telling Larry, I've been just I just got the Hicks book this weekend. And was reading reading that, um, you know, it's, I you know I didn't know, understand who Abraham was, and I was just reading um, Jerry Hicks forward, and now I got the idea. Um, but you know, some of the you know the, the as I think I mentioned in my email to you when I was outlining how I came to know or learn about the law of attraction was actually a book called The Game of Life by. Lawrence Covell Shin. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of people don't know because she was writing in the 30s and 40s, but, she, you know, before anybody was talking about the law of attraction, but her stuff gave me the idea for going, oh, yeah, you know, and as I said, you know, when I just said I'm going to act as if that I, you know, I have abundance, sure enough, they would be abundant. So she was my mm. first introduction and I would, you know, call on that and then... I think when the secret came around, I went, oh, this is just like Florence Shin stuff, but this is a real wow, you know, it's really taking off. And then I read, it was Bob Dooley's book, and I went, wow. And then I had read Wayne Dyer, and I'm like, wow, this stuff is really out there. This stuff is for real, you know. Um, I could ask, Kate, how did you run across Florence's book? Because that's, some people might consider it a little bit obscure. I consider it one of the classics. Like, I cannot imagine a better introduction than through Flo. I call her Flo. But how did you run across it? Um, a friend gave it to me. She was moving, and um, she she gave it to me. And then I was I just started sharing it with other people. And, but then I would run into, you know, I ran into a woman on the subway who was reading it. And I was like, that is an amazing book. She was like, yes, isn't it? So, you know, there are 
it's very hard to find this book now. I wanted to get one for a friend of mine who, you know, who I've been talking to who's just very positive. I'm like, how do you have all this energy? I mean, she's just, her life, just everything she touches is just magic. Like, how, you know, I'm just so, I, I'm envious of you and I admire you, Chris. How do you do this? And then she turned around and said, you know, the law of attraction. And I went, oh, my God. You know, it's just, it is all around. Every time I talk to a new friend who is all around, it really is. So it's wow. no, it's no accident. You, I'm, um, I'm, I'm delighted that you already know that. That's, that gives you such a leg up in what unfolds next. And it feels like there has been a lot of um, divine, I don't want to call it an intervention, but you've had a lot of, touches from divine fingers in guiding you on your path. So that's really exciting to hear. Yes, it is. And, you know, as I said in my email, why do I, um, I tend to sabotage, you know, when it's I, my thinking, I have, I am just consumed with stinking thinking, you know, and I sabotage my good, you know, good feelings. Like I'll have good feelings and I can get there in spurts, but it's almost like some, you know, Democlean sword is hanging above me and I feel like if I'm if I'm happy or feeling good, something bad is going to, you know, some, somehow I'm going to make some God angry, you know. And do you have the same feeling, Kate, when you're, when you're thinking the bad thoughts? Do you know that, okay, well, good ones are on the heels of this too? I mean, does that go both ways for you? No. <laughs> when the when the bad thoughts are there, I'm trying to become more conscious conscious of. Okay, well, you know these bad. I I call it kind of like it's a my negative self, you know, or the disease <laughs> um, is in me, and it wants me to think negatively so it's working right now so sometimes what I do is I just you know I get on my knees and I pray and I just say please lift this you know please you know as I, as I said to you I sometimes have a hard time with God and the universe you know because the law of attraction talks about the universe and you know I pray to God and I feel like maybe you know is God going to get upset that I'm calling out to the universe you know I don't know what hmm. you know what to because of the 12 step programs that I am aligned with, you know, and then mm-hmm. they say, oh, you know, you have to let God's will take over, and then I'm thinking, maybe I'm not supposed, you know, but I'm oh. I'm trying yeah. to attract good things in, so maybe this is going against what that is, you know, and then I get, you know, I'm like, okay, God, I'm sorry, please don't be mad because I'm calling out to the universe, and I don't, I don't know what to do, you know. Mm. Um, this, is, this could be a really good thing to help get some resolution around, because it might clear up some of that, if, feels like anxiety or concern around um, uh, your belief systems and not going contrary to um, what matters to you. So that might be worth spending a couple of minutes on aligning that. We might want to take some time in this session for that, but, but I'd like for you to continue actually describing things before we jump into that because I think we've got a lot of ground we want to cover here today. <laughs> Well, I was, you know, I was reading, you know, um, Jerry Hicks was talking in one of the passages of his book. I think it was something like Wealth and Money and the Law of Attraction. 
you know, it sometimes is very hard to hop from a place of, you know, despair and discouragement and it's, you know, neg- attracting negatively to a place of attracting really positively. It's because sometimes you just take a thread and it vibrates another thread and you build those threads, you know, and then you get a rope. I'm like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. You know, maybe I've been trying to jump too far. Um, and I, I forgot, maybe it was him who has this other analogy that, you know, you want to go to San Diego and you want to get away from Phoenix, but sometimes it's really it's really hard to go from one place to another, but you just know that you're just taking little steps. You can't just get there in one big leap. And so sometimes I'm thinking, okay, maybe that's what I need to do is make smaller steps, you know, to say, oh, look, see, I manifested that. Now let's do another step, you know, because I was putting up these, my, I was printing out from, um, I guess, Rhonda Burns' website, you know, those magic checks and writing, you know, $1,200 and putting them all over and, you know, look, going to my mailbox, but I was doubting it. You know, I was really doubting. I think in my, I couldn't feel it. I could not harness the feeling. It was up in my head. So, of course, nothing was going to come. And, you know, I, my mother has been the one who's been, you know, really helping me along for so many years. Uh, a good portion of my life has been not thinking well of myself, so I've been under-earning. Um, I'll get into spaces where I'll feel really good and I'll do some writing. You know, I was, I attracted um, a piece in Red Book Magazine because that had always been something in my heart and my mind, and so it came about. Mm-hmm. Um, so did, I think, as I said in my email to you, when I was living down in Tampa and I was really miserable and I started imagining myself as a copywriter in Miami. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I, could, I could just feel it inside of me. And so I was surprised and yet not that I got that call from Burdines in Miami. They flew me down for that interview, but of course I sabotaged it. Um, there have been countless occasions where I felt, you know, I knew it was a law of attraction, but I, if they're not consistent, Jeanette, they're just in pieces because, you know, three quarters of me is so down, you know, de- kind of depressed and down and and negative. So what do I need to do to, I don't know, have, create more threads, you know, I to yeah, get okay. the feeling, to get the feeling in me. You know, I just, I have it in my head, but I don't have that, I, I'm not vibrating. You know. Uh, because I'm... My disease is, um, oh, poo-poo, come on. <laughs> you know what I'd love for you to start doing? I just smiled when you said that, Kate, and I had the thought of how wonderful it would be if you could love that about yourself instead of judge and blame and criticize that about yourself because you are wearing that pretty heavily, as I suspect most people would. But that might be a beautiful thing to reframe right there, that to, to be able to appreciate this about yourself rather than condemn it but that's probably not where I want to start us off at. Where okay. I want to start right now is that this the work ahead of you is easier than you've been making it out to be. Because where you've been thinking, you said, oh, like three quarters of me is, you know, depressed and down. And, and that feels like a lot of work to reverse. But we don't have to get to a place of 
you know, joy and bliss and passion and excitement 24-7 in order for law of attraction to be working in our favor. All we have to do is to feel a little bit better than we do right now. And already that that little bit of relief will allow something better to unfold. So it's not like I've got all this stuff that needs to completely transform before things will be going my way. I can, I can, it can start happening right now if all I do is find a way to give myself just a teeny bit of relief. So I could, if I, if I'm feeling three quarters of the way down, it's not even that I have to get, you know, to uh, only half down and half up. <laughs> it's not even that. It's if I can just even get a fraction feeling better, then I've got momentum. I've got. I've got energy moving in the right direction. I'm, and that's easier than you're making it out to be when you're thinking of, you know, those those habits of thinking that are sabotaging your happiness. We don't have to completely reverse all of those before you start seeing good things happen. Does that make sense? Yes. And is so it believable? So, it, for example, okay, if I'm feeling in a place of... um I'm not, you know, I'm not working and I'm feeling, then I start feeling guilty and stressed out. One of my favorite places to go to that that just gives me a sense of peace and joy is Barnes & Noble. (laughs) So it might be better for me to go to Barnes & Noble and get my, you know, treat myself to a cup of coffee. You know, even if I feel Mm -hmm. fun, you know, act as if and go read some books and just, you know, get happy. That would be a a more positive action than sitting down and trying to craft yet another mm-hmm. cover letter. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. And especially if you can go to Barnes & Noble without feeling guilty because it sounds like you might maybe have a predisposition, just a practice of thought of that leads to feelings of, of guilt. And, yep. and that's, that's another thing I want to talk with you about because I think you nailed it when you were talking earlier about your self-worth as contributing to a habit of under-earning. I think Mm. you're right about that, and that's one of the things I want to focus on today. I know that um, what primarily brought you to this session was an intention for, well, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but it seemed to me that it was we were going to do some money coaching. Like you were, what you're most interested in creating is some financial relief and abundance, right? Yes. Okay, the way to that is going to be addressing this self-worth issue that's going to be the that work is one and the same so um i I actually i think i do want to go there next i was wondering if we want to talk about oh actually i do i want to go first just so that i can scratch this off the list of things i want to talk with you about today where you were talking about conflicted feelings about you know if, if god would be offended when you're appealing to universe for some support I I think it's for each of us to decide for ourselves how things are set up, how the world works, and how our higher power operates. But I want to share my perspective with you in case any any of it resonates with you. But the way I see this is that um, God and universe are one and the same. It's just different words for it. And I know some people will would argue against that. In fact, even my business partner, she says, you know, we keep talking to universe, but it's that's not where the power is. 
she says the powers in the matrix. Scientists tend to call, oh, they call it the, the field or the matrix or all it is. You've, you've probably run across that in your readings before. Right. But whatever we call it, I think of that higher power, that source energy, where we come from, I think of it as the same thing. Like there is a distinction between this power and then that power. It's all the same thing, and whatever anyone wants to call it, I don't think matters, and I don't think it really cares. Whatever work, this is just my personal opinion, and and everyone's got their own, and I'm not saying you you should agree with me, but the way that I see things, I don't have a um, I don't have a conflict between God and universe, and I and I use both of the. I sometimes I address angels, sometimes I address my higher self. Sometimes I do think of the matrix or the field. I'm pretty flexible with how I think about it, but I know that there isn't whatever it is on the other side that I am. I, I don't actually like to think of it as the other side because I am part of that. I'm I'm an offshoot of it or, you know, it gave birth to me. I mean, we're related. So it's not like I'm on the other side of it. I am the one who's incarnated here living this human life, but but it is for me, and it doesn't matter what I call it or what um, method or approach or ritual I use to talk with it or to engage its power. Um, and we do have some people here at Good Vibe University who would have this conversation with you so much better than I am right now because they have more um, religious background and they know how 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 well these things marry up. In fact, I've read books before from authors who are writing about how Jesus came here to share with us the law of attraction. And yet, and he might not have been calling it that, but he was telling us that we have the same, we can do the same things that he has done. And, and, and they found phrases all through the Bible that talk about how that's so this isn't my area of specialty by any means, so I'm not. Well, you know what, Jeanette? I hate. I don't want to interrupt you, and I'm. I apologize. You got it. But I just, girlfriend. I'll talk I forever. Just, you got it. I, you know, what you just said really kind of helped me. I was about to say, you know, I, I um, pray to Saint Anthony whenever we lose socks, we can't find socks, can't find our cat, whatever. My daughter and I pray to, you know, Saint Anthony, and I have no problem with praying to him and not insulting God and because I feel that God is in back of St. Anthony. Right and same on. thing when I get in my car. Every time if I don't pray to St. Christopher, I end up, you know, backing up into somebody else's car. <laughs> really, I mean, I really trust that stuff. I mean, that's law, that really is law of attraction. Uh-huh. I pray to St. Anthony and it's like it, it comes in. I am one of the only Catholics in the world who does not get Jesus. I, I, I can't pray to Jesus. I don't get him. I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm a Jewish Catholic. I'm a Jewish. But when you just said some people think Jesus is what, you know, was carrying the law of attraction, I just went, oh, there we go. So he's my other saint, kind of, the law of attraction. So now I can pray to Jesus because he'll be my guy, my go-to guy for the law of attraction. Oh, my gosh. I, so we I just, love this. We just settled this on two, two scores. You oh, know, Kate, this works. Uh, great. What you're, what you're practicing here, I just absolutely love and adore because so many people are looking to understand the rules or the system. And I love what you're doing right now is what uh, Vishen, or Vishen, however you say his name, he suggested in that, oh, that we posted a video in the featured resources. 
it's his um, six-phase meditation, and he was talking about how he created this after studying, you know, many different spiritual disciplines. This is his own hack, his meditation hack, and he invites everyone to 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 do it themselves, like make it work for you. So, you know, create your own hack out of what he's offering. I love it when we give ourselves that freedom, rather than to do it how someone else taught us it's supposed to be done, but to find a way to make it work for us. I think that's us in our highest power, and I feel like that's what you've just done here. So kudos to you for that. Well, how cool is that? How cool is that? <laughs> and and, and you- I want to offer one more thought on this subject before we talk about self-worth, and that is that one of the things I learned from Abraham, and I believe this to be true, that there's a part of us that knows the truth, a part of us that is source energy, that is intimately connected with all that is. And that's when when we are thinking a thought that that Abraham calls it our inner being. Some people call it our higher self, our I don't, whatever we want to call it, the part of me that knows. When I'm thinking a thought that the part of me that knows the truth agrees with, I feel good. When I'm thinking a thought that the part of me that knows the truth does not agree with, I feel bad. Which means any thought I think that doesn't feel good isn't true. So if I think a thought like, I wonder if God's going to be offended that I'm appealing to universe for help right now. If that thought doesn't feel good, it means it isn't true. If I feel, oh, cool. if I think a thought like, oh, uh, any thought I think that doesn't feel good, that's a sign it isn't true. There's a way that there's a way for me to see it differently. And when I practice seeing it differently, if it feels better from that different perspective, that's closer to the truth than the other way I was seeing it. So your feelings, you know, Abraham calls this your emotional guidance system. Anytime you aren't feeling fabulous, it's a sign you're thinking something that your inner being disagrees with. So when I think a okay. thought like I'm I I can't do it. I'm not worth it or I or anything like that and it feels bad, that's a sign that thought is not true. So that can help if if you could get on board with that measure, that can help you sort a lot of questions out because anything that feels doesn't feel good isn't true. At least the part of you that knows your inner being, inner guidance, whatever you want to call it, higher self, it sees it differently. And when we are seeing things the way that part of us sees things, it feels fabulous. That's a sign we're on to something good. So, I can take that, Jeanette. I mean, as a matter of fact, that really helps a lot. I, you know, when something is like really wildly, I have like really a, a really badly negative thought that gets hurt. It feels like broken glass in my soul. Then I'll say, okay, that's the disease. You know, it's not the truth. But mm, when there right are on. smaller, okay. when there are smaller feelings of, I guess, disease or unease, I tend to listen to them. You know, it's only the most egregiously bad ones that I go, ah, that's the disease. But the smaller ones, I go, mm, they might be, you know, they might be true. So I'm going to take your suggestion. And every time I feel this little feeling of disease, see, I listen to those little voices, the little ones that go, you know, <laughs> maybe it's right. So I'm going to take this and say every single time I'm hearing even the slightest, I'm feeling even the slightest bit, you know, negative, that's I'm wandering away from the truth. 
the fact that you're able to do that on the bigger thoughts, I think, is going to make it that much easier for you to do it on the smaller thoughts, too, okay. now that you've decided to. So you've already got practice in being able to dismiss the things that you, you can attribute to the disease. Yeah, this is, you've got good practice on this. This will be easier for you than it would for someone who is brand new to this work. So you've, that's another thing going for you. Okay, okay so, but, so, you know, even by letting those little voices all the time, even though they're little, they still chew away at me like little piranhas, yeah. all, you know. Yeah. So, you know, this will be you know, really good practice for me to kind of like every couple agreed. of minutes just... Agreed. And, you know, one of the things that I like to do when my... I call it... I, I was trained... In, coaches are trained to call it gremlins. And... So that's the phrase that I use, but it's just that part of us that everyone experiences that just has that negative internal chatter that if if we let that run rampant, it can really spoil a day, let alone a life. When mine when mine are running rampant, um rather than cuz this is an easy thing to do to judge ourselves or criticize or blame or feel like, "Ah, oh, I haven't I figured this out yet." Instead, I love that about me. I can love that about me, that I still have gremlins who are so persistent, who are so adamant that they know better, who who are trying so hard to steer me where they think we should go. I can love that about me rather than feel like, oh, my God, I'm still dealing with this? Are you kidding me? How long has it been? Like, I, I don't, I don't want to be heavier on myself when they chime in. I can just be entertained by it. I can love it. I can think it's cute and dismiss it. You know, like when I'm on a dog walk and, and we run across someone's little yappy dog who's trying to stir up trouble, but that no no one's – that dog, like, it just makes me smile when I think of that dog jumping in front of one of these – a string of horses that are coming down the canyon, and he thinks he's so big and strong and tough. And it's cute. It's kind of ridiculous. It's cute. It's like someone better get that dog out of the way in case those horses don't see him. It, but I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let them I'm not gonna let them be the reason that I'm gonna be mean to myself. I I just refuse to judge, criticize, berate myself because gremlins are chiming in. It's how it goes. That's their job. It's what they do. My job is to be in. To, I'm driving this ship, so I'm not gonna let them just because they show up now. They're in charge. That's not how it's going to go, but I don't have to be mad at them when they do their thing. I only offer that because it seems like when, in the little that I know of you, that you have a tendency to be kind of mean to yourself. So I wanted to offer that tip so that you um, can maybe see them in a different light than you would in, in concluding something negative about yourself when they chime in. Sound good? Okay. That sounds good. Okay. Let's talk briefly about the connection between our bank account and how we feel about ourselves. I actually think the entire world is a reflection of how we feel about ourselves, and that's why, you know, when they say the most important relationship you'll ever have is the one you have with yourself, I think that's true because everything that manifests externally is a reflection of what's happening internally. And if I don't feel good about myself, then that's going to be reflected in the reality that I'm creating. So there's there's probably nothing I can do that is more powerful, more life-changing than for me to s decide to feel good about myself. 
for me to approve of myself, for me to celebrate and appreciate myself. There are very few things that that are more powerful than that. That's why I wrote that book, The Art of Self-Love, as the number one key to successful manifesting, because I, I worked with so many people that as soon as they engaged any little habit of self-love, it's like their manifestation started, they started unfolding in really powerful, quick ways, and they were attributing that to their work with me. But the truth was it was because they were, they were finding a way to feel differently about themselves. And in that process, that opens the doors to a lot of the things we've been wanting that we've been blocking because we didn't feel worthy of it. And the same is true for money. That if there's a part of me that feels like I don't deserve it, whether and whatever it is, money falls in that category as well. So if I'm looking to improve things in my bank account, the first place I want to start is looking at my relationship with myself and where I can um, close any gaps there for what a healthy relationship looks like. And and that might be a way for us to think about it. Like, okay, if I look at, you know, how I conduct healthy, loving relationships in my life with other people, and then I look at, okay, with those things that I do with others, maybe we could use your daughter as an example. Whatever it is that you do to enjoy and nurture and support your relationship with your daughter, we can ask, do you do those things for yourself? I mean, sometimes when we look at how we love someone or something else, that's a good template for us to start practicing our own self-love. Does that make sense? Yep, it does. Yeah, so I'm, the, I, I think I'm just full of, you know, it may be that I just, as I said in my email, that a lot of my, uh, the scathing things that I say to myself, you know, come from a mother who was, you know, a, an active alcoholic and very unhappy and very, she was just me, you know, so I have internalized a lot of her voices, you know, mm-hmm. so she'd throw, she'd be happy and throw roses at me and give me money and stuff like that. And then, you know, the very next day, you know, how dare you? Who do you think you are? I can't keep going on and supporting you. So back and forth. So, you know, my voices go back and forth like that. Mm-hmm. But my only experience has been her you know, putting me down, but then supporting me. And the same thing with my dad before he died, you know, telling me what an idiot I was and, you know, an incompetent and you can't do this. Here, I'll take care of you. You you can't take care of yourself. But meanwhile, saying, what's the matter with you? How come you're not getting a good job? You know, what's wrong? So I was just, I just felt, you know, helpless and incompetent. And, you know, even with a master's degree from a great, you know, school and a, an undergraduate degree from a good school and I went to a great, pri- I mean, I know I'm smart, but I keep going after these low-level jobs that I'm miserable at and then I end up getting fired or quitting them, you know, because I'm so miserable mm-hmm. I can hardly connect. So I've had, you know, intermittent jobs where I've, you know, taken a writing job or something like that and make a lot of money and do really well and then I go back into another long-term job where I'm miserable and making no money. So I have these little, so I don't, you know, I read about, you know, and you were writing about how before you got into law of attraction, you were making six figures doing, you know, Mm -hmm. I guess financial consulting. I'm like, wow, you know, she probably came from a really place of, you know, know, parents who just loved her and supported her. And so she just went into her life 
feeling great. So, of course, she gets the law of attraction really easily. I'm never going to get it because I've been struggling my whole mm-hmm. life at dead-end jobs. <clears throat> wow. That I was not this meant is, for. This is going to be a really good conversation for us to have. Um, I have three things I want to say at once. One, I'm going to give you – I'm going to do a little reality check on my background and my story and tell you the reason – but wait, I don't want to forget. Oh, I wanted to ask you, unconditional love, have you ever known it? A lot of people haven't. It wouldn't be surprising if you said no, but have you ever known anyone who, who gave you consistent love? I guess my daughter. Oh, your daughter. Yay. I was going to say, have you ever had a dog or a cat? Because sometimes we have to go to animals for this. But your relationship with God might be a source for that okay. as well. When When we aren't getting it from our parents, I think it's pretty helpful for us to look to another place for it. I mean, sometimes we do just have to conjure it up for ourselves, and we are the first time we get to experience that as we give ourselves unconditional love. But sometimes we can find other sources of that in our life, and that makes it easier to connect with. If you ever had it anywhere else, your daughter certainly is a powerful place for us to tap that. We'll we'll come back to that one. Um, but, uh, oh, what I wanted to say was, Kate, I don't think you say this about yourself. I don't think you're giving yourself this credit. You, the way you talked about how, you know, you quit some jobs, the one that you did recently, I got to say I love that you gave yourself that gift, that you didn't make yourself go do something that you hated. I did that for so long. My body was my body was threatening to stop doing it with me. Like she was just getting so sick. She would all she would do is lay on the ground in pain. Like I, I literally couldn't move. I, I had to set my alarm early just to wake up and cry because I was in so much physical pain. And and the doctors didn't have. They were running tests. Traditional doctors they didn't have any idea. I finally, go to an alternative one, and, and the guy says, "Well, it's obvious. You got to quit your job and break up with your boyfriend." And you know what? I didn't quit, Kate. I didn't quit because I had too much fear. I had too much financial fear. I had too much fear of what other people would think. I. I had too much fear to walk away from this thing. You don't? Girlfriend, that is such a gift. That is such a gift. That's one thing I didn't have the courage to do, not for a very, very long time. But, yeah, I quit a six-figure job that I hated, one that was literally killing me. And my parents, I was afraid to tell them. I didn't talk very much about what I was doing because – because they did not approve, like, you know, this is, this is a really bad move. They didn't approve of a lot of things that I did, and their opinion mattered so much that it, I was making life choices in an attempt to gain their approval. And that was, that was, that's a bad way to do life. That's a bad, bad, bad way to orient your life. So the, here's the good news, though. From the contrast that I experienced and that you have experienced we have oh, there's a lot of power there to be tapped. The way Abraham talks about this, you might have run across this in their material, but they remind us that the way life works is that whenever we have a new desire, it's automatically created on a vibrational level. It exists. It exists. They they call it the vortex. Quantum physicists talk about it in different language, but what Abraham says is that all of our desires come from the contrast. It's from the don't want, the, the negative experiences in our life. And the more of those that we have and the heavier they are, the stronger our desires are. Okay, that makes it really good when we let go of that contrast, when we give ourselves relief. It's what allows things, it's why all my best manifesting stories 
are the ones that came from really dark places. Like I had a nervous breakdown in the backyard. I was so sick I could barely even go to work anymore. Um, you know, all of the all of my best stories came from. Oh yeah, the one at work where we basically got fired, and then I sold a plan within you know two hours. That contrast is to our benefit, is what I'm saying. So it isn't that um, it isn't that we have to suffer in order for life to get better, but that any any negative things we have experienced, that's what's that's what's going to be that's what fuels our happy ending. All right, that's the good news. More good news is that once we learn how to manage that contrast, we know that we don't have to put up with it if we don't want to. We learn how to we learn how to work that emotional guidance system so we become in charge of how much contrast we experience before we give ourselves relief. Um, okay. That's why I think the reason when when I go through Vishen has that that meditation Six, his six-phase meditation I mentioned earlier that he invited everyone to hack. In that meditation, um, it, w- one of the phases is to give thanks for your life. And, well, he he does three things. Give thanks for your life, for your work, and for yourself. You know, say what you appreciate about all three of those things. Invariably, when I talk about um, what I'm grateful for, appreciative of in my work and in my life, it's the freedom. <laughs> okay, I think the reason that I appreciate this freedom so much and why I have so much of it is because for so long I was living without it. So it's like on the other side of that contrast was this huge, amazing, total freedom that I'm reveling in now. But it was all of that like feeling constricted that created this. It just took for me to give myself the gift of it, to release myself from it in order to experience it. I'm saying that in in a way that might not make any sense, but... You know, I, I, I think I got it. I mean, I'm, I'm getting it a little bit because one of my questions was, is, you know, if you you have to go to a place of what you don't want in order to get to where you what you do want. But I was just thinking, well, what happens if you go to those places of where you don't want? Don't you manifest them? I mean, I, I was a little bit well, confused, kind of like, because if you focus on what you don't want, it's like the law of attraction focuses not on the verb but really on the noun. And... Yeah. You don't want any more parking tickets, so you get more of them. But this is a little bit different. It's like, okay, I really don't want to be in this space anymore. So you turn around and you start focusing on the things that you do want that are opposite. Yeah, and, and life because, will continue to do that for us because, like, even having manifested whatever we want, there will be new desires on the heels of that that come from um, that come from the old manifestation. So I'm trying to think of an example from my own life um oh like what's something well this house is one okay so this house gosh i i was kind of dragging my feet to come here believe it or not in the beginning i was dragging my feet i realized i got to get lined up or else it'll be a bad experience but i didn't it wasn't my idea to move it was my boyfriend's and he basically said if you don't want to live together you should let me know now because that's what i envision in my future in my relationship, at least I get it that you don't want to be married, but if you don't at least want to live together, you should cut me loose now. And I didn't want to cut him loose, so I was like, oh, I guess I got to get on board with living with someone. Mm-hmm. And um, and we bought this house together. And I and when I left that house, that I that I left, I loved that house so much. I knew I was going to die there. 
I could see myself 90 years old living in that neighborhood. I loved that house so much. I knew I would live there forever. So when Russ wanted me to leave it, that did not make much sense to me. But I did, and then we moved into this house, and I loved this house so much that, you know, years into our relationship when we were breaking up, and it was like, okay, who's going to stay and who's going to go? He said, well, obviously, you'll go back to your other house. And I was like, I'm not going back to Rose Park. <laughs> like, I love this one so much more. I wouldn't even dream of of leaving it. I w- and I fought. I fought for two years. I didn't fight, but I, I waited him out. I was like, okay, I'm not leaving this house, and we are broken up, but you are going to go. <laughs> I'm not going because <laughs> I love this place. I'm never leaving this place. And I started Vishen's meditation a while ago, and when I started imagining my where I live, it wasn't in this house. It was in, oh, it's a nice-sized property. It's one where I can have rescued senior dogs. It's one where I can have my own goats, not just pet the neighbor's goats. It's one where I have plenty of rooms for fostering kittens. It's one where I have beautiful views out the window. It's one where I have a master bedroom with a walkout to a balcony with a, just a stunning view and I can see the trees and the mountains and hear the birds and it's just an amazing amazing place okay well that doesn't mean that I have to hate it here like but but my desires have evolved like once upon a time where I loved this place so much I never I thought I would never want to leave and I actually kept living with an ex in order to try to stay here now now I want to go because I there's something even better in store so that's kind of how life evolves like what we'll get what we wanted and then after that we're going to want something else and that's okay because that's what life is so when we learn to go along with that process rather than think we've done something wrong because now i want something different it's nothing okay. wrong this is how life expands and it it just keeps doing it keeps getting better and better and better just this morning uh oh what happened this morning oh i read an email that i really liked and i was like oh they're right on that's fabulous great way to start the day and then um, I posted something, and then, uh, oh, and then some more, some more good news unfolded. And then my cat that I love so much, he jumped through the window. He's the only cat that does that. Everyone goes out through that window. He's the only one who comes through it. He comes in. Every time he does it, it just makes me so happy. And and I walked out of the room to go get him some food, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it just keeps getting better. It just keeps getting better and better and better. And, and that uh, contrast is part of that process. So making friends with it is, rather than condemning it as, oh, I did something wrong, like, oh, I thought this was going to be it, and it's not. That's not wrong. That's just how life evolves, and it's, okay. it's fine. So, okay. Um, but you're right about how attention to what we don't want is our inspiration for putting attention on what we do want, right? Okay. So instead of walking around here condemning that I live in a county that – only allows me to have two dogs and two cats. And instead of being mad about that, instead I put my attention towards what I do want. What I do want is, mm, and I know I'm having it. I don't just want it. I know it's in my future. I don't know when and I don't know how. I don't even know where. But I know what it feels like. It feels fabulous because I've been visiting with it, right, because I've been turning my attention towards it rather than pushing against what I don't want here. I hate living with my ex. I hate having people tell me how many pe- animals I can or can't have. I did, I'm not going to do that routine because I know that just keeps me here, and it's not very fun to do it. So, Well, I got right. you, and I'm, I'm right in line with the animal thing because that's, that's one of my <laughs> dreams is to be able to have a place because I tend to 
take on animals all the time. At one point, we oh. had five cats. We're only supposed to have two. Robin, you... Because I keep taking on, I just, I see, you know, stray animals, I bring them home. You know, that's a, in <laughs> a lot of cultures, that's a, that's a sign of a shaman. That's a sign of a healer, someone who has a relationship like that with animals. So, really? Yeah. So what yeah. I would really love to have is, you know, my dream is to have us like a big barn or big house with like acres and acres of land away, away from a road so I could bring in dogs and cats and <laughs> you know, elephants and whatever and just, you know, foster them until I found them a home. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's, mine doesn't have elephants on it, but but exactly that. Lots of property away from the road. Yes. So people yes, don't have to worry yes, about yes, exactly. cats sitting close to traffic. Um, so. Okay. Let's talk about what your the quickest ticket there is to start feeling worthy of that, to start knowing that you okay. deserve it. And that's, that's going to come by changing the dominant thoughts that we have about ourselves and also our our habits of action so that we learn how to think and to treat ourselves in thought and action the way we would treat someone that we loved. So we just start being really good to ourselves. And a lot of people think that means, you know, we're going to get pedicures and massages. Maybe it does involve that for some people. But I don't ever get pedicures, and I rarely get massages. But I am a I am a pro at self-love. I just did it yesterday on Facebook. I was like, I posted how... I was sitting outside and what was I doing? I was working on the laptop and I looked down and I and I caught a glimpse of my clothes and I was like, oh my God, you look cute today. <laughs> <laughs> and I posted it. Okay, that's that's a habit of a habit of thought that is representative of what we would think about someone that we loved, right? We would think nice things about them and we would say those things to them. We would do nice things for them. Um, that's what I would like you to start prioritizing so that when you feel like instead of sitting home and doing whatever you think you're supposed to be doing, instead you do what you feel like doing, what whatever you would enjoy more or what would give you a little bit of relief. And I get it. I get it. That time spent at Barnes and Nobles, that is such a treat. I love that. <laughs> so to be able to give yourself those gifts and to do it without feeling guilty to do it without the story of uh, you should be doing something else. Because it's one thing to engage those actions, but if we are just thinking negative thoughts through the whole thing, it's like Abraham has this tip for us when it comes to eating. They said, you guys, they're so funny. They said, you guys are way, you're paying way too much attention to the stuff that doesn't even matter, you know, like calorie content and fat and protein and stuff. They're like organic this and that. You guys, your thoughts are making a much bigger difference in your health than the food that you're eating. It's your thoughts about them that are making the difference. Oh, great. I forgot why I was going to say this. Um, oh, yeah. So if I go, if I do the things that I would enjoy, but I just feel bad about it, I feel sheepish, I feel like I should have been doing something different. If I can't enjoy it, then it was pointless. Abraham's tip around food is to enjoy it before, during, and after. So that you, if you're looking forward to it, like it sounds good to you. Like, for example, broccoli is not my favorite food. I can eat a couple <laughs> bites of it without being mad, but I don't real, I do not love and adore broccoli. So if I was trying to make myself eat broccoli, I would probably not enjoy thoughts of broccoli for dinner. I wouldn't be enjoying it beforehand. I wouldn't enjoy eating it. And I, maybe I'd be <laughs> proud of myself for doing something I thought was healthy, 
But frankly, I know too much to even fall for that. So, but on the other hand, okay, brownies. Okay, if I see Russ has got a brownie box on the counter, that means he's going to make brownies tonight. Ooh, I'm looking forward to brownies. <laughs> and then he, while he's cooking them and they smell so good, I'm like, wow, I don't even know what's better. The smell of brownies or the taste of brownies or licking the brownie bowl. I don't even know what I like best. I love all of it. Okay, I'm enjoying that before. I'm not feeling guilty. I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to make brownies. How, I'm going to, how am I going to avoid these? I should tell him to take them to work. No, I'm not doing that. I'm like, oh, brownies. And then I eat a brownie, and I love a brownie. And then after a brownie, sometimes I have to I have to check myself just because those gremlin thoughts would be like, oh, my God, you ate three brownies for dinner? Girlfriend. But if I can check those and be like, hey, if you enjoyed it, it's healthy for you. It's good for you if you enjoyed it. Before, during, and after, that's what we're shooting for here. So if you're going to do something that you love, practice letting yourself love it rather than feeling guilty about it or or engaging any thoughts that spoil that party, you know? Okay. Um, I'd like to talk about some other ways, though, for us to, to amp up self-worth. You, let's do this, Kate. You all, We already know you have a good foothold in this because you're the girl who knows how to quit jobs she doesn't want. Not everyone knows how to do that. Can you just own that about yourself right now? That's worth celebrating. Well, thank you. I mean, I do, you know, I have a 12-step sponsor, and I, you know, I did talk to her before I took an action. But she's like, you know, every time you're you're in these um, teaching jobs, you, you have not really been happy. I mean, there have, cut, there have been some that have been fine, but it's interesting that I manifested this job, Jeanette, because last year I had a long-term um you know, teaching job was like a six-week job that was in a place, a rural area that was about an hour away. And I actually really enjoyed it because I knew it was only, you know, for six weeks and I didn't mind the hour-long drive back and forth. So I kept thinking about that job and I realized that this other job was in another rural area that was an hour away. I was like, gee, I just pulled in another job. But there were some aspects of it, you know, they wanted me to stay on permanently, and so there were a lot more pieces of, you know, responsibility that I didn't want. And I thought Mm. it was because I wasn't good at it, that I was incapable, and it was upon reflection after I wrote to you that I realized, of course I was resentful and miserable, not because I couldn't do them, because I didn't want to do them. They were taking Uh. up 24-7 of my time, and I don't did I wasn't interested in them. I didn't, you know I was I was so resentful. So that's where the negative stuff was coming from. I didn't want to do it. I was not. I hated that. So if I had to do Amen. something like that about my writing, I'd be fine. I'd be like, oh, you know, I wish I had some more time oh. to be able to take a bath. But if, if it was writing, I could do it. Uh, I am. I'm having ripples of goosebumps in your ability to say no to what you don't want. Someone who really has no self worth, they don't they don't know how to do that. Well, you know, the only thing now here I just want to put this to you. What I have been beating myself up with is and my you know my therapist said, you know, well, if you hadn't let yourself get so anxious, you probably would have been able to stay. But oh, good you know, you think that, you know, because you have parents who support you that you just, you know, use that as a safety net all the time. So that's why you don't try. You know, so that's the negative well, voice. And here here we go again. You know, my mother is supporting me, you know, and having to pay my, you know, my medical insurance. And because that's, that's the only vision I could have, Jeanette, is because I have not had the experience of 
supporting myself long term. So all I have is the experience you know, of you, my mother coming in and rescuing me. So here we go again. I okay. have to pay my medical insurance. I have to pay the vet. I have two vets I have to pay. And blah, 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 blah. Girlfriend? So, you know, my mother is coming through again. How mother? can I imagine myself supporting myself? Yeah. We're going to do it right now because you are okay. already doing it. You just don't realize it. I Muggles, am? Yes. Muggles who don't understand that we create our reality, they might believe the story, the version of the story you just told. But you know better. It's in your, you put it in your email to me. You know there's no accidents. You know that we create everything, right? Right. We create everything, including you created a source of support for you in your life. You created this. You are supporting yourself. You're supporting yourself in this for, in this form or fashion. And yes, you, there might be some other forms that you like better, but this still counts. It you mean, still so counts. So I created this yes, reality of created, my mother supporting me. Yes, you created this. You get credit for it. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. And, and I'm not saying that you know you've got to love it. I think it'd be cool or, if you did, but you definitely created this source of support. It's like when Abraham, people have asked Abraham before, they, they've been in their, in their hot seat saying, you know, I was intending that $10,000 would, I needed 10000 for, I don't know, down payment on a house, or I can't remember what the guy was talking about. I needed $10,000 and I was, wanted to use law of attraction to create it. And I was doing all the stuff that you say to do, Abraham, and then what happened was my dad wrote me a check. And he said it like yeah. it was a defeat. He said it like yes, it was a exactly. failure. Oh and Abraham God, said exactly what happened. My mother kept putting extra money into my account saying, I know you're going through a tough time, so I'm going to give you your stipend early. And then she gave me another stipend. I was like, Mom, do you realize you just gave me another stipend a week after you just gave me the last one? She's like, all right, well, never mind. Just keep it and whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but this is not what Jeanette, you know, this is not the law of attraction. I'm still doing on my law. mother. No. Well, when you said, I said, oh, here's a piece of what Jeanette calls driftwood. I mean, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Right on. Oh, you look at you go. Good, good, good job. Okay. You cre- Abraham's answer to the guy was, you, you created that. You get credit for that manifestation. Really? I, we, oh, God. we create everything. There isn't anything here that we aren't responsible for everything that happens in our lives we created. So (laughs) this counts. I'm not saying that you don't want to improve on it. I mean, clearly you'd rather it be different, but, but for the, for the sake of finding a story that feels better, because it doesn't feel good, right? When you think the thought, my mom's, I'm never supported myself. That thought doesn't feel good. That means the part of you that knows the truth disagrees with that thought. And when you think the thought, well, maybe I was wrong about in the way I was seeing this. That feels a little better, right? Okay, try, go back and do that one again. <laughs> if it, if if you think, any, well, we can try on a wide variety of thoughts. Let's try on the thought that I, I might, maybe I deserve more credit than I've been giving myself. Does oh. that thought feel a little lighter? Yeah. Okay, yeah. then we're closer to the truth. Okay, so there's now we know that's wow. a little closer to the truth. Yeah. Any thought that doesn't feel good isn't true. Any thought that feels better is closer to the truth. And the better it feels, the more true it is. So, the, and we also know this. Our work here is find thoughts that feel better. So if the thought that I've never been able to support myself, if that thought doesn't feel good, then let's find one that feels better. And then let's find the one that feels even better after that, and so on and so on and so on. 
until eventually you're going to be thinking the kinds of thoughts that are going to let, because when you think, Abraham talks about it as your vortex. Everything that you've ever wanted, it already exists. It's just waiting for you to come into alignment with it in order for it to manifest in your world. They call that, you know, it's, it's being held in your vortex, waiting for you to match the vibrational frequency. So once you find those better feeling thoughts, that's how you become the frequency that allows those things to unfold in your 3D reality. So all we wow. got to do is find <laughs> thoughts that feel better. Yeah, one after another after another. What thought feels better? And that's why when I have a little thought like, oh, my gosh, you look cute today. <laughs> <laughs> I will revel in it. I will post that one on Facebook because thoughts that feel better rock. That feels so much better than, oh, my God, are you going to take a shower today? (laughs) (laughs) Although I can love that about myself. I've learned how to. Um, This this practice of of self-love, that's how we start to to enhance our worthiness. But there are a lot of exercises we can do around it. Heather's got a great thread in the forum right now. I think it was her self-love part two where she wrote down a list of I am worthies. Have you heard me tell the story of the I am worthy exercise? No, I don't think I d- so. I can't remember who I learned it from, but it was something like where you write down a page of I am worthy affirmations. And and the way – I can't remember exactly how they were. It was They said find one statement that feels good and then write it down until you fill up a whole page. Okay, and I thought, you know, this could be a good exercise for my clients. So, And I like to play with things before I give it to someone else to do. So I sat down one night, and I wrote down, and I just, I was just wanting to do it fast, you know, just to say I had I'd done it. So I wrote down on the page, the shortest thing I could think of was, I am worthy. <laughs> I mean, three words. So I did it really fast, and by the time I wrote the last sentence down on the page, I've got to say, it felt pretty freaking good. And I was like, oh, that was kind of nice. Here I was trying to do a short version, and I was like, mm, drag it out a little, girlfriend. That was kind of nice. So I went to the top of the page, and I, and I took each line, and I finished it in a different way. I am worthy of fabulous friends. I am worthy of good meals. I am worthy of big bank account. Whatever came to mind, I wrote it down at the end of it. And by the by the time I finished that, I was on cloud nine. That felt really, really good. And I was like, okay, that's a good exercise. Okay. So I went to bed, and then the next morning I woke up and started my work day, and um, everywhere I turned, there was fabulous news for me. There was m- amazing news waiting for me in my inbox, amazing news on my voicemail. I even had checks in my mailbox from that I wasn't expecting. So I was after all this good news is appearing in my life, I'm like, okay, wait a minute here. <laughs> what, what did you do different? Because something amazing is happening, and I remembered – the only thing I'd done different was the I am worthy statements. So it got me to thinking, okay, there's those things, there's there's some power there. Yesterday, I chimed in on Heather's thread because she had done uh, she had done a, a handful of those, and uh, I did as well, and it felt good. Every time I do that, it feels good. That exercise has never let me down for enhancing my vibration. And then um, I went to go. One of the things I wrote down was I'm worthy of smooth flowing traffic it seemed like a silly thing to write down for a girl who hardly ever drives i mean i maybe get in the car once a week to go meet dad for lunch and that's it but i i was driving kittens to the adoption fair yesterday and when i went to go pick them up i was why was i running late some oh i had dropped off a thing over at my ex-boyfriend's house and his i was talking to his mom and his brother and i got a little held up and um 
And so I was kind of hurrying. I was in kind of a hurry. And it was like traffic was amazing. You wouldn't even believe. It was mind-blowing how well things were going my way. Not just like, oh, okay, well, if you're paying attention, you'd notice a couple things work. It was like mind-blowing how I got from point A to point B in record time. It was an enjoyable trip. It's, it's the, the power of an I am worthy statement. So I'm a big fan of that exercise for someone who's getting a foothold in this work. I don't know how you feel about written exercises, though. Do they work for you or do they just feel like homework, like a should? Well, you know, I mean, it's doing the, I started doing the gratitude list when I was, you know, Rhonda Byrne, I was reading the magic book. And I just said, you know, all right, well, I, I do actually have a gratitude book that somebody gave me and I never used it. And I started doing it, and you know, and I was feeling great. Mm. Well, I was—I mean, I was really feeling great. And of course, I, you know, my isms are—you know—I sabotaged myself, and I stopped doing yeah. it. You know, I was feeling too good, and you know that negative side. Said, I am oh, worthy no, of feeling don't. good. I oh, would do a whole no, page of. <laughs> I am worthy of feeling good, Kate. Okay. I would—I would do that one. I would right. I would use that as an affirmation too. I wouldn't just write it down on my on my page. I would I would use it as an affirmation. Like those time, whether no matter how I'm feeling, I would when if I'm feeling bad, I would remind myself I am worthy of feeling good. When I feel fabulous, I would remind myself I am worthy of feeling good. Uh, just because, mm-hmm. girlfriend, it's true. So it's, that thought is going to be a lot easier to convince yourself of than this other one that you've embraced, which is that you don't deserve it. But I want to talk with you about that because there's two there's two things I wanted to hit on before I turn this over to you for questions. And I know we're we've been on the phone for an hour, so I'll make both of these quick, but I think these are going to be important points for you to start playing with as well. One is so you you've been telling the story for a while that you have a habit of self-sabotage. And I know you tell the story because you can see the evidence of it, but as long as we continue to tell that story, it will continue to manifest. So I want you to change that story even before, even even while it seems like it's still true, I want you to tell a different version so that you can have a different truth unfold. Does that make sense? Okay. Here's how, here's how I would start to tell it if I were in your shoes. I might just practice by telling a slightly softer version. I might practice with something like, in fact, I bet I know when I would do this, when I caught myself thinking the thought again, there I go again, there's my self-sabotage, I'm doing it again. I might use that as my trigger to tell a new version. Like, you know what? That's how I used to do it. It's a new day now. I'm getting better at spotting this, and I'm getting better at releasing it. And I'm not even, I don't even have to do anything right now. All I have to do is remind myself that I am letting this go. And already that's an improvement. That already qualifies for me to tell a different version. Like, no, I'm getting a handle on this. Just even by saying that, it's true. I'm getting a handle on this. That's that's how I used to roll. I'm ch- it's a new day now. I might just start telling a version that has that has. I'm creating an exit for myself from this dead end that I that I manifested. Like oh, I sabotage myself. As I think, so shall it be. If I can tell it different, it will be different. So I'm going to find a way to start telling that different. Like that, yeah, that's what I used to do. But now I'm getting better at treating myself well. Now I'm getting better at giving myself what I want. Now I'm getting better at letting the good stuff in. And I might even think of something good that I'd let in recently just as proof that that's true. Like, mm, you know what I did this morning? I, I gave myself a minute when I saw that pretty cloud up in the sky. I took just 10 seconds to 
to, to enjoy it, to go, wow, that's like a perfect cloud. That's an amazing, I did this yesterday. <laughs> I was like, check it out. That's like a textbook perfect cloud. If I, Whatever I could point to as evidence that I'm getting better at letting the good stuff in, I would dwell on that. Because as I start that story, and it will be awkward at first, it's going to feel false, it's going to feel foreign, it's going to feel unfamiliar, but that's how it is in the beginning. It's once we start getting some repetition with it that it starts to feel more normal. And pretty soon, that's how it is for us. And that's how I went from a person who, I did not come, I came from an alcoholic father. I came from poverty. I came from people telling me, you, the things they told me I'm not even going to repeat because that's how done with them I am. Girlfriend, this practice wow. will change everything. This practice will change everything. It's, um, it's, 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 it's just so powerful. It literally brings tears to my eyes when I think of our power to choose differently just by being willing to think a new thought. And it takes some willingness to be consistent with it. We've, we've, it, we might see miracles on our first day. We might. But more than likely, we're going to need to tell it for a while before we start to see some driftwood, before we start to feel better. But if we can stick with it, even when there doesn't seem to be a reason to, if we can be persistent with it, eventually it has to come true. That's what Universe had to do for me. I didn't know that I'd created an invisible website. I hired someone to build my website for me. Yeah. I didn't know it was invisible, but... um, and that was all I was doing to get clients because I was too embarrassed to tell anyone in my world that I was a coach. I didn't want them to make fun of me if I failed. So I wasn't telling anyone. I, didn't, I wasn't handing out business cards. I wasn't doing – I was just relying on this website to get me clients. I literally believed that if people saw it, they would hire me and I would become a thriving coach. And that's what I kept telling the universe, that I'm a brilliant coach in high demand every time it, my gremlin would say, this isn't going to work. You're going to have to get a job. People are going to know what a failure you are. I say, no, that's not what I'm creating. What I'm creating is I'm a brilliant coach in high demand. I insisted on it, and I insisted on it long enough that the universe had to give me, God, universe, whatever we're going to call it, had to give me clients. And after I had clients for a while, that's when I eventually realized my website was invisible, literally invisible. Search engines couldn't see it. There, I have no idea to this day where those clients came from. I actually believe they were either angels or they were aimed, they were sent by angels. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain them. But other than we know this, it's my power. I stuck to my story. I stuck to my story. That I'm a brilliant coach in high demand. Universe had to make it so. I get. I guess so. I found you through uh, somebody. I was I was searching for law of attraction stories. I like, I just need to read. You know, people who have changed through mm. you know their belief in it. And I got onto somebody's blog, Molly Player. Molly and Player. Men- yes, oh, yeah. and she mentioned you, and I went, okay, let me go over there. And I went, wow. <laughs> yeah, so Mo- I'm that's telling a great everybody story. about you. So you know, well, I oh, appreciate that. This is. This is great. Uh, one thing I just I just had an inspiration here, and I just wanted mm-hmm. to throw it out at you. It's whether it's a a possible step, but you know, in just telling you that you know, I've sort of internalized my negative alcoholic mother's or her negative side. You know, the one that was just down on me and critical of me. But there's also, you know, and I have always been wanting. There's been pieces of my mother when she's in a in a great space mm-hmm. throughout my life. You know, she's a brilliant woman, you know, in advertising, um, you know, she's just a, a brilliant woman and, and she does give me love, you know, 
at times when she's feeling good. Mm-hmm. And I think I've always been searching for that mother all the time. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. identify like a lot of my gifts I know I've gotten from her. So oh, wow. maybe if I can identify with the the mother that I that I do adore, oh. the mother, the wonderful mother, oh. who I think you know, so much of me is is like that. But you know, the the the, the part the um, what am I trying to say? The when I'm vibrating positively, you know, and I I think of her all the time. You know, like I think, oh, all mm. that great stuff about my mom that's in me is now coming really coming out. Um, mm. So maybe until I get really able to acknowledge my full self as me, Kate, is it? Do you think it's okay for me to identify oh with gosh, the positive yes. mom? You know, and just oh my kind gosh, of use I that as a ladder brilliant. to get that, until I that have feels, myself. It feels divinely inspired, Kate. And and I, when I heard you say that, first of all, I got goosebumps. That's my sign of truth. But also, it's evidence of your connection. I mean, you were tapped in. You were receiving inspiration. Yeah, that's definitely one to act on for sure. Okay, thank you. Wow. I actually got her thank you note because I, I know she's she's so you know she's so she's so upset about money. She's so panicked about money. You know, every week I get more money. You know, she'll give me money and then I'll get an email. I'm very worried about you. I'm very concerned. You know, you're 55 years old and I'm not going to live that much longer. And what are you going to do? How are you going to support your? You know, so I get I get both of them at the same time. So. You know what I like to do when I hear someone when I hear someone worrying about me so much, I I like to think of it as this is their version of loving me. Like this is a lot of people actually they think that and I have a boyfriend when I don't worry about him, he thinks I don't love him. Like it, some a lot of people they they think that this is the way we love someone. It's we show concern for them. You know what? That's fine. That's if that's how they want to do it, I'm going to let them. I sometimes do try to talk them out of it, but but a lot of people, that's just how they roll. And so when someone worries about me, instead of thinking of, instead of joining them in that negative energy, I just I just translate it. I know this is how they this is how they show love for me, and okay. I can appreciate that. Who wouldn't? Right, love well, me, thank right? you for that, Jeanette. <laughs> that, that that's helpful. And I anyway, I got to thank you. A really pretty thank you note. When I went to Barnes and Noble the other day, oh, she and said, you know what? I'm just going to write her a note to say, you know, thank you for all your love and support. And you know, while I'm going through, oh, yeah. you know, my job search, and I know this is hard, but thank you, mom, so much. I really love you. You know, and I just right wanted on. to send that off to her. Hey, look, I think that's why Vision's meditation is so powerful because it starts with um, it starts with love. He mixes some appreciation in there. Um, he focuses on forgiveness. That's one of the things I've changed myself a little bit. But I think that's that's the power of you mix all those those energies with visualizing what we yeah. want our future to look like. I think that's why that's why his thing is works so well. But yeah, definitely definitely honor that inspiration and kudos to you for for even being able to access it. It says a lot about where you are vibrationally. A lot of good things about where you are vibrationally. That's actually the last thing that I wanted to make sure we talked about today, and then we'll open this up to questions that you have, is, um, okay, so, yeah, depression. I know you've said that it's easy for you to experience stress or depression at times, struggles. But uh, so I kind of wanted to give you um, a different way to experience that when it unfolds. I think it's I think most of us experience it, maybe not to the extent that you do, but it's not unusual 
for a lot of people to have bad days and good days. Okay, when I have a bad day, I'm going to let myself have a bad day. I'm not going to I'm not going to be worried about what this is manifesting. I'm not going to blame myself for not being able to be happier because Lord knows I have plenty of reason to be happy. Yes, I do, but today is not the day for being happy. Today is the day for being sad, scared, anxious, whatever it is. What whatever I'm feeling, this is that day. Or maybe it's a week, maybe it's a month, maybe it's a year. I don't know. I'm not going to be mad at myself however long it lasts. This, I'm going to love this about myself rather than judge myself for it. Because I, I, what I heard from you when you wrote your note was that you're condemning yourself for your, some of these experiences. And that just makes them even heavier than they already are. So if instead of thinking things like, oh, here I go again, this, and, and in a negative way, like being mean to yourself, like if your daughter were having a hard time, you wouldn't, you would probably think some kinder thoughts for her, wouldn't you? Yes. I, I would like to invite you to practice some of those kinder thoughts for yourself rather than looking at it as a failure or a problem or something gone wrong. It's just what is today. It's temporary. You've done it before. You'll do it again. All of us do. It's going to be fine. All right? Does it, I, I, I just want to put some – I want to soften that area up because it feels like it's like um, a potential trap door for you. And I don't want you to experience it that way. I kind of want you to experience that as something that happens on your path. It happens occasionally, and it's fine. It's nothing to be mad about. It's nothing to judge yourself for. It's not a problem. It's, it's how life goes. And if I could even love this about myself, like sometimes when I get really – I can have a bad day like – a lot of people would be surprised to see the Good Vibe Coach having the kind of bad day. Yeah, that can uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a bad day like a pro. No one has a bad day as well as I can have a bad day. And when I have a bad day, I love that about myself. I'm not going to. Like, oh my God, I'm messing up my whole vibration. This is ruining everything. How did you get here? You should have known better. No, I'm not doing okay. any of that. Absolutely none of that. So, because okay. all of our feelings are valid. And when I when I let myself feel them, that's the best way to continue on in my jury. The best way to get stuck in them is to resist them. So I embrace them, and I embrace them wholeheartedly. And I will do it publicly because sometimes that even makes it better. <laughs> okay. I do not. I would not necessarily right. recommend that until you get pro status. But. <laughs> <laughs> All um, right. Well, just like you would say to a child, "Wow, you know, I hear you're feeling really sad," or feeling very stressed this morning, Jenna, you know. Just like I know that. I've been there too and just be just let her have her feelings. Oh my gosh. Kate, you are a pro. Okay. All right, I don't need to say any more on okay. that. You're gonna well, do Well I mean I can that. do it with her. I just, you know, never thought if that I'd doing it with myself. Well no. you are now because I invited you to love yourself like you love others, so you're gonna get better at that now. Um I was really re- conscious about being a different mother to my daughter than my mother I'll bet. was to me. But you know Girlfriend there's, look, when we look at the benefit of contrast, there is one. There is one right there. What you experienced as a daughter, you were pretty sure you didn't want your daughter to experience that too, right? right. So it made you a better mom. Yeah. That's a gift. Okay. So That's a gift. We might have been the crappy mom. Who knows? Like, I don't, well, we don't need to elaborate on that. Um, Let's, 
hear what you want to talk about. I'm all ears for what would be good for you to cover, whether it's specific okay. about manifesting work or money or whatever. Okay, so I was thinking, okay, what what might be a good, I don't know, I, well, the, as far as the one exercise, you know, I am worthy of. I, I still, I have to say, you know, um, all those affirmations, I used to think, you know, this is my father's stuff, you know, the Marine. Oh, boy, that's just all that tree-hugging <laughs> crap. You my know, dad so is I a Marine, too. Feel, You're silly. I mean, you think, you know, I'm very, you know, as new age as they come, and yet, uh, you know, I can tell somebody else to do affirmations, and I come to it myself, I'm like, Ugh, I don't believe this is stupid. You know, so as part of me, there's a, still that little voice which is going, as soon as I start to feel good about a law of attraction thing, there's another one that comes zooming in, oh, this is so stupid. You know this, this is crap, Kate. You know, you know it comes zeroing in. So, okay, this is, we know our work here, thoughts that feel better. Here's one that comes up for me. My dad was a Marine too, and <laughs> in in his experience, they they the way they trained those marines they actually instilled them with a belief that they were the best there is like you know the huh. marines stand above the rest and they they trained them they they trained them to believe that about themselves they you, they they did their work with affirmations as well i mean it might not you know, really you know i was just thinking Jeanette, the other day my dad for all of his not wanting to be tree huggy Mm-hmm. He walked around and just believed that stuff was like do him. You know, he just stu- he did. I mean, stuff would come to him. Like he just <laughs> didn't worry about stuff, and he kind of believed that he would get this client. And you know, he ended up whining and dining clients at the four. I mean, just he, he walked around and just stuff. I'm like, how, how for a guy who was not like very new agey or anything like that, he just he thought of himself well and therefore attractive stuff. Now that you're saying that, I'm like, oh my God. So that's you know, what it is. That that does crack me up. I know people who dismiss law of attraction but they live their entire lives by it by the principles of it. You oh know my like God. Yeah. I mean it's so it's so funny how and and you know what though, I can do the same thing. There are some things that, you know, based on my own experience or training or background or whatever i i understand where people get prejudiced i understand where that comes from and that uh they, and they get to think what they get to think although i like this thought too guaranteed because your dad's deceased right yes guaranteed he has a different perspective now than he did when he was here as your father so that might be a fun one to tap in to as well sometime to just get dad's new perspective his new input <laughs> on how life works because i guarantee he would be saying something different to you than he than he did when you were little, guaranteed. But even if he didn't, even if our even if those negative voices are still alive and kicking with us here on our physical earth, what someone else thinks, it it's it's time for us to release that. I know that uh, I Abraham says that a lot of us came. We were born to parents with those kinds of limitations because we wanted to hit the ground running. And what they meant by that is that the more contrast we experience, the better life gets. So the the worse we have it, the better it is on the other side once we get past that negativity. So when you think of it in that perspective, that we didn't come in for the easy ride because we wanted a really good one. The more contrast we experience, the stronger the desires we have. And the stronger the desires we have, the better life is. 
in that sense, then our parents did us a big favor by, in whatever ways they might have challenged us or were passed on limiting beliefs, once we learn how to shed those limiting beliefs, right, once we recognize that now is our time to choose for ourselves rather than to continue to live life based on their perspective, now we get to choose our own. And that doesn't mean we have to make them wrong for what they did. We, we can let them have it their way, but we can choose for ourselves. And what I choose for myself is, and that's a chance for me to repeat what I choose for myself. The more I do that, the stronger that becomes. Okay. Thoughts that feel better, though. The ones that get you to that place might be completely different than the ones that, that get me there. But feel around until you find them. It's, sometimes it's like going shopping. I, I was shopping yesterday, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I tried on a lot of clothes. I tried on a lot of clothes because I refused to walk out of something, out of there with something that didn't make me feel joyful, something that I that I didn't feel joy to put on. Like if it was fine, I wasn't going to take it home. It had to be joyful. So I tried on a lot of clothes. And sometimes it's the same way with thoughts. Sometimes we've got to try on a lot of thoughts before we find the one that works. But that's the work. Okay. All right. We, um, so in, yeah. in terms of, okay, right now I feel, you know, I'm still kind of aligned with the vision of, you know, okay, my my mom is the the money is coming through my my mom and oh and oh, so I we were talking about, about me loving myself and that that's that's probably going to be one of my first things that I really need to do so that I'm kind of a separate from my mother, you know. Um and start to see her, you know, the the positive mom that I used to always love rather than the negative angry mother. But I'm just thinking, okay, in terms of just, I just want to, I would love to bring in some money. I mean, maybe even if it's $5 from other some other source than my mother, just mm-hmm. to show myself, mm-hmm. you know, that it, it, it's, I just want to manifest money from another source so I can start building on that and kind right. of turn my my vibrations away from my mom that's that's just empirically all i've ever had I so that. i guess that's why i keep going there because it's the only thing that i really let's trust. do this <laughs> have you heard kate the way to get a job you love is to love the one you've got have you heard that before um i don't i don't really know <laughs> i don't really know that with, i know that they talk about this with cars too like to if you want to if you want a better car, be good to the car you've got um, with our houses, with our bodies, with our relationships across the board. When we find a way to stop resisting what is, because what we resist persists, you've heard that. So if I keep pushing against something, I will get more of it. That's why I embrace a bad day wholeheartedly because okay. I All right. like for those now, things. Now that makes sense, okay. Yeah. So uh, the first thing I want to do is, I want to I want to neutralize the money I'm getting from my mom. Like this is how money is coming to me and instead of criticizing it because if I if I criticize how money shows up, then I'm going to attract more money that I criticize how it shows up, right? So right. So I'm I got to start with where I'm at. And where I'm at right now is this is where I'm at. If I can make some peace with it, then that's going to go a long way towards letting it be even better. 
So instead of instead of just even if you did just turn your attention away from it, that so so we could at least do neutral. If we could at least stop thinking negatively about the money that's coming from mom, that will be an improvement. Because just remember, universe, God, whatever we call it, is on the other side of every in every thought that you give. So when you think a thought, it's going to match it every time, no matter what it is. That's why I want to stop thinking thoughts of, I hate how this money is showing up, because I don't want any more of that. So if I can get, if I can be peaceful at how this money is, if I can be okay with it, even if it's just temporary. All right, I'm just going to have a temporary truce on this, just for the sake of my vibration. I'm just going to make temporary peace with this. Okay, fine. If I've cleaned that up enough, then I'll start turning my attention towards what I would love for money to be. So I don't still have this negative thing happening. I've at least neutralized it. I think okay. it'd be cool to celebrate it as my own manifestation. Like I made this. Check me out. But if you don't want to go there, that's fine. At least get to neutral so you're disliking it less. And then I feel as though I've sort of pulled it through. You know, I don't know the the Jeanette cleaner. You know, <laughs> I, all this money. I just saw I'm picturing. It's all been cleaned by you. You know, right so on. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. It's okay. Right on. All right. You know, I'll say, look, just for another better feeling thought about receiving money from parents, um, you know what? Think of someone who does have a hard time consistently showing love. I'm thinking of your mom. When when she's not at her very best and she's handicapped in how she can show love, like worry is her form of love sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's if that's the best she can do, then then let's let's embrace it. Let's let's say thanks for it. And sometimes money is maybe the way that she shows love. Maybe it is sometimes. I yeah. wouldn't want to take that away from her. If this is the best she can do for love, I, w- I want to be able to receive that because it's one of the few ways she has in the world of showing love. I'm not saying, okay. I don't know your mom, but that thought feels a little better to me than maybe some of the other ones I might have been thinking. But again, it's like going shopping. We've got to try on a whole bunch. But if it's been through the Jeanette Cleaner, I'm I'm willing to turn our attention to letting money in in other ways. So how will okay. you feel when you do that, Kate? How will you feel when you're making money in a way that you enjoy, not like a job that you, all right, I'll go do this job because it's here and I got nothing else. But making money in a way that you enjoy, how will that feel? All right. Well, I was thinking about going back to my first experience where I I felt great. I had left an an advertising job where I was an accountant assistant and I was just, you know, at odds with my bosses. And so I just, you know, I actually asked to be fired and then left. Um, and then I was like, okay, now what? And then I got a call from the promotional arm of a major advertising agency. And I actually, I think my mom did put this into motion, so I have to kind of send her some love and thanks about this. And I went in and I was like, oh, my, I, originally my sponsor, you know, I had said no to it. My sponsor said, are you crazy? I said, no, thank you. I have some reception jobs lined up. My sponsor said, are you crazy? You've been wanting to write for years. You call them back and say yes. And I went to the East River and literally threw up. I was so scared. But I went in oh, the next wow. day because I'm like, they're going to find that I'm a fraud and I really can't write. I had a blast. They were respectful of me. I, they said, you can come and work for an hour or four or eight. You know, we'll pay you for how much you put out. 
I had a blast wow. doing copy editing. I mean, I was doing copywriting <laughs> and copy editing. I made twice as much money in half the amount of time and was treated respectfully, you know, not dismissively. Mm. I went, this is it. And, of course, I didn't find another one because I sabotaged myself. I'm like, okay, that was just a fluke, you know. If I go in again, they'll really find out. But I want to go back to that. And then I've had some other freelance jobs where, you know, I was treated well. I was praised for my work. I felt really good about it. And I connected with the positive mother who's, you know, a good writer and a smart lady. I'm like, yeah, I'm like that too. I am a smart lady and I'm, you know, I'm a right good on. writer. So maybe if I can kind of go back and kind of re-feel those feelings. Yes. From those, yes, you know. From those past experiences. Oh, my gosh. I just love hearing you say, I am a smart lady. I am a good writer. I bet goosebumps, Kate. That feels so good to hear you say that. Oh, All right. Well, thank you. I don't, I don't really do that a lot because I think, you know. More of it, yeah. please. More of that. Okay. I am a smart okay. lady. I am a good writer. Let's have a whole bunch of those delicious thoughts. I do. I run through. I have a handful. I run through every day myself. They're, they're it's juicy stuff. Really, really worth investing some attention there. But yes, what going back to that past experience to refeel those feelings. That's okay. what I was going to ask you to do. Start, start practicing feeling now how you would feel then. That's going to make it that much easier for a money making opportunity to reveal itself to you in a way that you will enjoy and easily say yes to. So um, I don't know what you, what we would call that. It felt empowered as you were describing it. I'm trying to think of what that energy felt like. It felt, um, what would you it was call closer, it? Well, it was closer. It was, I was, I was kind of living my truth, I think. Mm. Oh, wow. You know, I guess that's yes. what it is because I, yes. I'm not, I'm living the reverse of it when I, you know, put myself down and I'm in, you know, which I did when I, when I emailed you with that frantic, I'm, I, I you know, I have to mm-hmm. leave, I can't do this. It was, that was coming out of a sense of, I'm incompetent. I can't, obviously I can't do this. You know, I'm so ADD and I can't do this and, you know, oh my God, you know, I think I'm, I've had all this education and yet I can't even do these simple things that they want me to do. I, the truth was, I didn't like them. I hated doing them. And they were doing me tons of things that I hated to do. It wasn't so nice sabotage. to own the truth. It was self I'm not incompetent. I know yeah. I'm going to let's let's put this let's put it I am very competent. How about that? Oh put my it gosh, in the positive. I'm that to the list. I am no competent. Doubt. Yeah, well I you're am. a lot more than competent, but I'll take I am very competent. That's a good that's a good foundation to build from. Okay, and here's here's another one. I just something just came to me when I just said that. When I was at J.P. Morgan Chase, I was working, you know, as a coordinator and whatever. And you know, I I of course my feelings of low self worth carried with me then too. And I was working under a boss who was really mean to me. She saw how I beat myself up, so she treated me how I treated myself. Plus, mm. plus. Um, but I was in on a on a team. We were working on a newsletter, and you know that was my area of of strength. Expertise. You know what to what expertise, and just I knew it. And so I was on a conversation with some employees from you know remote employees across the country, mm-hmm. and we were talking about how to proceed with this newsletter. And I made a suggestion on how to make a change, and someone said, 
well, no, we can't do that because this is the way we've always done it. And I said, well, sometimes doing things the way you've always done it isn't necessarily the right way to go about it. I'm strongly suggesting that we do X. And some of my um, colleagues, you know, my friends who were sitting nearby heard that. And afterward they said, Kate, that was, I have never seen that side of you. That was amazing. And three or four of them came up to me during lunch and said, that was amazing. I want to see more of that in you. And I felt so great because I trusted my inner, you know, my voice. That was my truth. And and they liked it. They, you know, they were getting a positive feeling out of it because they were just sitting around me listening to it going, holy cow, look at Kate. That just that's just more incentive to go be your best self, isn't it? Because it inspires yes. others when we do it. That's so cool. That's very um, very cool. Okay, so, you know, just, but just talking to you is just bringing up all this stuff. It's like you're giving me you're giving me permission to give myself permission to you know. Well, and you're and you're better at this than than you might have been giving yourself credit for. We are not. You've got a lot of good foundation here. I thought I got the impression you kind of led me to believe we'd be starting from scratch. I was very wrong. You already have a lot of good things in place. But yes, in in terms of how to start making money that isn't that doesn't come through mom, we the basics of it is this. We we practice feeling it before it's true, and that's what makes it true. So however you would feel when you are experiencing that, Start feeling that way now, whether it's recalling when you've done it before. I think that's a powerful way for you to access it, to tell yourself that story and just remember the experience and how good it felt, or whether it's to imagine what it might be like in the future, or to imagine what it's like for someone else, or just to find other ways to feel that vibration. Like, you know, the guy, Sharon Wilson's guy who was, um, he hired her for money manifesting. He wanted to double his income, and she asked him how he would feel. And uh, it basically freedom was why he wanted more money. And she said, well, then your homework is to find ways to feel free now. And he finger-painted with his three-year-old to mm-hmm. feel free. He slept naked. That made him feel free. And he stopped wearing underwear to work. That made him feel free. And he not only doubled his income, he made his annual income in one month. And wow. a lot of, yeah, muggles won't get it. Muggles would not see the connection between sleeping naked and making a ton of money. But we know and everything's energy. So when we find a way to feel now how we would feel then, universe has to find a way to match it, which is why even though I had an invisible sight as I was insisting that I was a brilliant coach in high demand, it had to find a way to make it so because I was sticking to my story that good. And th- that's what I'm interested in seeing you doing is being willing to feel it before it's real. And there's so many different ways for us to do it. Your self-love practice will do that. Um, giving up your your old self-sabotage story and starting your new version about how that's past tense and it's a new day now, that'll help you start feeling differently. Um, practicing this, everything that we've talked about here will be in service to that vibrational upgrade, and that's when things start to go our way. So you, what might happen next is, <laughs> look at me anticipating, your, um, I call them gremlins, when something good starts to happen, your gremlins will, will be cautioning you not to count on it because it won't last. It never does. Da, 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 da. And just remember that they aren't running the show. Finding a way to direct your thoughts. And, and look, if they hijack it for a little while, they can't ruin the party. But they aren't <laughs> going to run the show. So as soon as I notice that they're running rampant, that's when I, 
I use, I use this visual of my, I look like I'm driving in the car and I look in the rearview mirror and there's my grandmother. My gremlins talk in my, in my grandmother's voice. Oh. And, um, huh. yeah. And, and I see her and she, she's your grandma. You're not going to be mean to your grandma, but when she thinks, you should go this way. You should turn that way because you know she's a backseat driver telling me how she thinks I should run my life. You should, you should quit that job. You should try and get your husband back. You should have some kids. And she just thought I was ruining my life by getting divorced and having a job, and no one was going to want me if I was going to insist on living my life this way. And I just look sweetly. I look at, I look in the rearview mirror, and I see her in the back seat telling me what she thinks I should do, and I just smile at her. I don't. Ha- She's not right. I'm certainly not going to listen to her. I know better what's best for me. I know because I did it their way for so long. I tried, and guess what? They were wrong. So it's a lot easier for me to dismiss those, but I don't fight against them. That's my my technique. I just think smiling sweetly at my grandmother. I'm not going to argue. I would never say anything mean, but still, I'm not listening. The last thing I'm going to do is listen to what my grandma thinks I should do with my life. Hello. So, um, okay. don't don't consider it. Um, it's a challenge that you're up for when that unfolds, and I say when, not if, because I think it's inevitable for all of us to have those sorts of thoughts pop in. But you're going to get better at managing them when they do, and it's actually kind of a fun process to build those skills. So. I'm just an email away, though, Kate, if you'd like some support around that. Either post in the forums. There's a ton of people in the forums who would love to help out as well. But feel free to send me an email, and, and I'll offer whatever I can oh. that way, too. Okay. You were mentioning somebody who has these meditations, and I didn't quite get the name. Yeah. I don't know his name. I, his last name starts with an L. But he's. I'm going to pull it up right now, and, and I'll send you the link because it's, he's on the home page of GVU under Featured Resources. Oh, here it is. Vishen's 15-Minute Mind Hack. I am emailing you with that link right now. For anyone who might be listening to this recording, it might not still be on the homepage, but under Featured Resources, Vishen, L-A-K-H-I-A-N-I. If someone Googles his 15-Minute Mind Hack, I am such a fan of that. It is rocking my world. So... Okay, great. And and maybe I'd I'll go on the form because if anybody has anything about, you know, Jesus doing the, you know, he was doing law of attraction, I wonder if anybody has written anything about that. Okay, I will um I'll either send you that thread or create a new one for some discussion from some of our other members there cuz like I said, that's not my area of expertise, but it's an important one to create some resolution around, I think. So I'll invite others to share their resources and thoughts with you. Yeah, I mean, that that might be cool. So, so then I have St. Anthony and St. Christopher, and then I'll have Jesus, and he'll be, you know, my law of attraction. But um, I think having the, my, you know, the, the the mother stuff, you know, I'm just kind of pulling it, pulling it through. I kind of think of something as being laminated. You know, it's, I've got my, my Jeanette Ooh, laminator, and I just, I just sort of pictured it being kind of pulled through, kind of cleaned and laminated, mm. and it came through, the you know, the Jeanette laminator, and now it's okay. It's like it, it's been, you know, all the negative crap has been sort of, it's been deionized or whatever. I don't know. I like it. I don't know. I'm mixing metaphors here, but somehow <laughs> that we talked about it, it's lost a lot of its power. So I really, I think if I see myself making making the money, mm-hmm. you know, through 
through my writing and I guess all these years I've been, you know, in talking to a therapist years ago, I said, you know, you suppose that I'm keeping myself down is a way to kind of keep my mother up, you know, keep her big, keep her powerful and not, you know, threaten her. And she said it's a possibility, you know. So now maybe the best way I can show her my love is by loving myself, you know, and oh letting her go. What a gift. So Yeah. I think all right. So but I am worthy. That. I'm you know what? I'm willing to do this, you know, even though it was on the, the sort of the tree hugging thing, I'm gonna just write myself into, you know, right thinking. Right on. Oh, I love it. And okay. you know what? I it's easy for me to imagine your dad supporting you in this work. Um I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if you were able to if you were able to okay. sense that in some way, but I got to say thank you, Kate, for this time together. It was a pleasure to get in on your world and to support what you're up to. I I refuse to think that our work is done together either. So if we want to do a follow-up session or even if it's just check-ins via email or the forums, know that I'm still in your corner rooting for you. Thank you. Thank you, Jeanette, and and me for you. So I will email you, and then it, it might be nice, you know, down the road, okay, either if I'm stuck or I just – you know, I would love to have on the recording a lot of, you know, positive manifestations to report. Mm. Ooh, that's <laughs> because a nice I want one. I, like I want to do this not just for me, but to show other people. It really, just you know, people who are feeling hopeless and down yeah. and sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wow, you well, know, that's the power. I, I want to do doing... this too. <laughs> I think that's so. the power of 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 sharing our process publicly that it inspires others to do the same thing because we're all in the same boat and the work is the same for all of us. So for your willingness to let others in to benefit from this, is that's generous and there's no doubt in my mind that you've got a lot of friends at GVU who are seeing you thriving and adding to that positive energy on your behalf. Well, thank you, Jeanette, very much. I, I, I'm feeling so... I guess I'm feeling like I'm vibrating much more positively, you know, over an hour (laughs) later than when we started today. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear it, and I'm looking forward to hearing your next success report. So have fun with the work, and um, we'll connect again soon. Terrific. All right. right. Bye, Kate. Thank you, Jeanette. Bye. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.